Right back at you, double header, episode 111, following closely on the heels of episode 110. We're still March 28th, 2020, and we're back at it. The first time we've done two in one day. How you doing, Bob? I don't know. Have we done that before? I don't think we've done two in one day. Um, yeah, let's go do. Let's go do Duwala Cameroon. Let's go Cameroonian. Yeah. Yes. Um, you're 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 going with an artist, Manu Dibango. Man, Manu Dibango. Yeah, he's been felled. You know. He, like uh he just passed what away. a glorious life he's had yeah 86 yeah. years old you yeah. know like he's been done you know by COVID 19 you know and uh a great tragedy but you know throughout the course of his life he did an amazing an amazing amount of things and uh oh man this song i love this song so much title Africadelic. track yeah title, Africadelic. title Africadelic. track from his 1973 lp Good choice, Bob. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Good one, Bob. Oh my lord! Yeah, that's one that gets you moving. So Mikasa, man. Yeah, what you know? I mean, we said it last show. Legend for Irma Thomas. He didn't even know his parents. Didn't even know who his parents were. Really? Oh shit! Now, ah, um, uh, yeah. Lost... In order to meet his wife, he like traveled in a small boat. Wow, we lost a good yeah. one, Manu. And if uh, you know, well, I live for eighty six. He got to eighty six. Yeah, you know. good. Lived to, brilliant sax, incredible vibraphone. It's my yeah. favorite instrument. Right, that's right. <clears throat> lived a good long yeah. life. Of course, probably best known for Soul Makasa, which. No, oh, yeah. You know, um, I call it Soul Soul Makasa. Uh, yeah. Well, what is what is? Uh, oh, who cares? In I mean, that like, in know, that Michael Jackson down. song where he kind of samples it, you know, and he's Soul Makasa Makusa. 
you know? Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I, I'm just pronouncing it the way I've heard it. So, but good, good. Yeah, Manu. Good, good shout Manu. out. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Love that. Born um, in 33. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Well, I'm going to change things up a bit. <laughs> well, I bet you will. I mean, how do you follow that, right? I don't know if I oh, can. You follow, follow whatever you can. I, I, I follow that by um, going a little bit more current, going to an artist, a band that um, when I first heard them, someone described them as the next pavement. Oh, come on. Oh, the Truman's Water. Truman's yeah, he can blow you up this. Truman's Water, yeah. Well, they blew us off the stage. They blew us off the stage. <laughs> yeah. I played them twice. I played with them twice. Uh, Maybe thrice. Always yeah. on the West Coast. San Diego Band. San Brilliant. Diego Band, yeah. Um, they were they were weird. Interesting band. Um, noisy as hell. Noisy. Noisy as hell. All over the map. Um, and I'm going to play one from their first LP called Of Thick Tum. Uh, this is actually the lead-off track for a song on f- their first full-length LP. Um, 1992 was the year. Uh, this one's called Deep Grub Yonder. Truman's Water. Relentless. Yeah.
Truman's Water. <laughs> America's answer to the Dead Sea. Yeah, they were they were uh, an odd band. You never knew what you were going to get well, from the song. Oh, the Brand Center Brothers. Yeah? I, the Brand Center Brothers. Okay. Those guys were like, they improved it. You yeah, know, like, for sure. They go up there with like, you know, their songs for like a skeleton. Kind of like Demolition Plot or Perfect Sound Forever, like Era Pavement. Early Sonic Youth, and like, you know, they wore their hearts on their sleeves, and like, I mean, they were like a huge. They they went to Portland. Yeah, right. Yep. They they yeah they went to, to Portland, Portland in the early nineties. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, became part of that scene for sure. And uh, I don't know what they're doing now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, probably it still. It says they're still uh, making they're, records. I think. Present. You know, well, I'd like to. I hope so. I think they are. I think they're still pretty active. Um, you know, they're probably making, <laughs> like, <laughs> hanging out, you know, six feet away from each other tonight, recording in someone's basement. No, the, the, well, the, what they should be doing is they should be playing one of these live things on the internet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Truman's Water. That, I think everybody likes to see Truman's Water. Right. Do it. Yeah. Do it, Truman's Water. Um, but, I mean, they play. Play with like you know Isaiah Snail. We haven't played on the show, have no, we? Played we have, Isaiah we, Snail. We have, we have not played Isaiah Isaiah Snail. Um, yeah, we'll get to her. That's a great, great band. One of these days. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, uh, where are you taking us, my man? I'll take, I, I guess I'll take us to uh, friends of mine. I'll take us to friends of mine. Good friends are friends are well, good, especially in times like these. Yeah. Yeah. Two two people two people I miss like yeah quite honestly every day Bobby Beige okay and Remco Shouten this would be like Pork Recordings and uh, they they made an album in two thousand okay so keep in mind Remco is like the sound man from Pavement and right. Bobby Beige is like our tech okay and like Bobby Beige is one of the best international DJs in the world and I say that like you know. Love him like a son, Robert Ellerby. Ellerby, what a great guy. So, and Shouting, amazing. He's been the sound man for every pavement show, all the good ones, like 97% since like 1991. Okay. Okay. And they made a band called Mama Gravy, and they're on a hall label called uh, Pork Recordings. And this is. Uh, Coating covered cocktail nuts. Thank you. 
chill out room. Kind of weird chill out room there. Yeah, well, Dave Porky Brennan. Like, I, I was like uh, walking the streets of Hull, like about in October, right? Mm-hmm. And like, me and my, my best mate, John MacArthur, we're having a conversation. We're walking down, like, you know, Park Ave, you know, heading to the Queens before for we head to the uh, People's Republic for a drink. And, like, Dave Porky, he's got bad eyes, got really bad eyes, had a lot of eye surgeries. Mm-hmm. You heard my voice, right? You heard my voice, and he's like, what the hell are you doing in town? I was like, fuck, you know, <laughs> it's my 300th day in all, you know. <laughs> Yes, you know, my favorite city in the world, you know. That's right. You mentioned Hull quite frequently on the show. Ah, uh, you know. I mean, the best days of my life have been spent on the English race course, but, like, every night I went home to Hull, to Andy Demick's house or John MacArthur's house or wherever, and my friend Arch, you know, Arch and Jess Smalley, you know, whatever, wherever they let me in, you know. I've slept. I've slept under a billboard in the hole. <laughs> Chris oh, yeah. von Trapp let me in one night. Yeah, you know they're the best club in the world, the Adelphi, and they're struggling now. Of course, the Adelphi Club and Hall is the best, the best rock club in the world. Yeah, it's like it's like the CBGBs of like England. You know, it's the best club in the world. You know? Okay. Well, hopefully they'll be open again soon. Well, who knows? But mm-hmm. like. If they don't, like, you know, it's a community collective there, you know, like, they're always under peril, like, sure. best, you know, I mean, like, if you want to see a band, like, I've seen so many great bands at that club, it's amazing, but, like, Mama Gravy is two of my best mates doing their thing, and, like, you know, that's what they're all about, Remco Shouten and, and uh, Robert Ellaby. Very cool. So Very so. cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us from Hull um, up to Northern Ireland to Belfast. Oh, we bring talked, us in, bring us in. We yeah, talked Belfast. we talked a little bit last show because Aisha Davy has uh, an album called SLF. You said you didn't know what it stood for. I said it probably doesn't stand for Stiff Little Fingers. No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it, you know, and and I mentioned that their first record, Inflammable Material. It's probably one of my favorite punk albums ever. And and they're a band that released, I think, a near-perfect record in that first record, Inflammable Material. And then from there on out, I have absolutely no interest in anything else they've ever done. Um, I mean, I guess the second record had a couple decent songs, but nothing anywhere near as great as the heights of that first record. And then some of it later, it's just I can't even listen to it because I think about how great this first record is. Um, well, actually, I think in a way they kind of got defeated by The Clash, didn't they? Well, they came out a little bit later. They were... Um, they were formed in 77. I think they were inspired by The Clash, but their first album didn't come out until 79. Um, I think they released a first their first 7-inch in 78. But, you know, here's the thing. The Clash were sing- singing about riots and revolution and, you know, London burning. Stiff Little Fingers was living in the middle of Belfast in the 70s, yeah. you know? Like, they were living riots and revolution and you know like it wasn't theoretical for them at all it was you ever been around those parts no i never have i never have well i have my lord yeah i mean like here i'll I'll, I'll, play there 94 yeah when i was a kid i went i went to northern ireland with my mother and father when i was like 18 years old i was driving the car and like I mean, I can't remember the name of the place. We got pulled over because we were, you know, a rental car. And, like, my father had a tinderbox. He had, like, a, he bought, like, a antique tinderbox. Hmm. And it was in a box, you know. It was in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. And they pulled us over to check the contents of our car. Sure. That, like, I mean, I've been scared before, but, like, this is really scary. Like, they ripped apart all the contents of our car. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah, because yeah. there were, you know, bombs going off all over. Like, that was daily life, you know? I mean... Oh, no, there's like, there's, like, you know, military men with, like, machine guns going into, like, what look like normal places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I mean, imagine that being your, your daily existence. I... I I can't even imagine, but um, yeah, I mean, in, in this first song, uh, there's no way I'm going to play even just a I'm couple. I'm just trying to keep the car on the road, yeah. Mike. Yeah, I, I hear you, Bob. Um, I, you know, if I'm going to play Stiff Little Figures, i got to play at least a few songs from that record, uh, and, and I'm going to start with the first song on the record. It's, it just reaches out and grabs you by the throat from the very first note. Um, yeah, Stiff Little Fingers, this one's Suspect Device. It's kind of the title track because it mentions inflammable material. Here you go. Imagine. So your dad's tinderbox was a suspect device, Bob. It, it had to it be inspected. It was indeed. It had it to be inspected. Could have been a bomb in there. Yeah. Could have been a bomb in there. Um, are you familiar with that record, Stiff Little Fingers record? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I don't... I don't own it. I don't own it. That's okay. Uh, I do. do Thanks. Do? I do. do. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, old buddy of mine I haven't seen in years, Isaac Gottesman, uh, had an extra copy, gave me a copy. I think I traded him... A Pogues record, or maybe the Nips for it. Um, yeah, shout fair out trade, to, fair trade. Shout out to Isaac. Um, he was a he's a big fan of Stiff Little Fingers too. Um, What's Isaac doing tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Last I heard, he was living in Seattle. I'll have to ask um, some mutual friends what Isaac's up to. But uh, good guy, yeah. um, big punk fan, big Stiff Little Fingers fan. I'll play. I'll play. I'll play maybe a couple more. So. Um, the, but like, how, how often have you seen like people like at punk shows with stiff little fingers, SLF, SLF tattoos? Yeah, well, they are like it's all based on this one record. It is. It really is because I saw them years later. Boy, I saw them. I'm trying to think when it would have been. It would have been in the late nineties. I saw them at La Luna. really that late. Yeah, yeah. I saw them at La Luna, and I felt like I had to go. Bruce Foxton from the Jam was playing bass with them. 
And cool. it, it was so disappointing. It was like they really they it's like they were trying to sound like you too. They were trying to and like they were singing, you know, like like what I love about that first record is Jake Burns, the singer, his voice sounds like he gargles with like broken glass. You know, like it's just like laughing hyenas, like really from laughing hyenas. Yeah, raw vocals. And and live he was like, you know, it's an alternative Oster. It's like he was trying to like bring in a lot of melody and it wasn't any of that raw, like realness that I love from the first record. So um Anyway, regardless, we'll, we'll, we'll jump back and, and play some more. One of the things I love about the record is, you know, like the Sex Pistols on their first album had a song about how horrible the EMI label was. And of course, that came out on Virgin Records. And they were talking about how EMI had screwed them over. Stiff Little Fingers on their first record <laughs> has a song about how awful Rough Trade is and how Rough Trade screwed them over. And the album was put out on Rough Trade. <laughs> like, I, yeah, there you go, there you go, yeah. Well, that was, you know. Yeah, so here you go. This is this one's called Rough Trade. Uh, Punk business movie. Yeah. a punk rock move <laughs> rip on your rep- record label um that's putting out your record kind of reminds, reminds me of when i saw the membranes like a year or two ago and uh margate yeah ramsgate i saw them were they were membranes, they great band mem- membranes right were they as uh rough and raw as oh they were hell yeah they were hell they were full-on hell i got off the plane with my wife wit we went and saw it with our friends sean and emma and a bunch of other cool people it's like membranes. It's just like rip. That was what I was hoping for with Stiff Little Fingers. Blackpool, Blackpool, the membranes. Did not, did not get that. Um, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. I could play this whole record. I won't, but I'll play. Oh come on now. I'll play, I'll play one, maybe two more short ones. Um, Wasted life. Here you go. I could be a soldier. 
Thanks for indulging me, Bob. One more. This oh, it's one, a paper and some lads. This one's only 59 oh, seconds. This is like a four bubble. This is a four bubble. 59 seconds from this one. This is like this is like Stiff Little Fingers like pretending they're the Minutemen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they never heard of the Minutemen. No, they, they, they haven't. Uh, they, or at least they hadn't then. Um, here we are nowhere. 59 seconds of Stiff Little Fingers. Mary. Fury. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll stop now. But thank you. That was relentless, <laughs> isn't it? Fucking Such hell. a great band. Love that band. Uh, you love that one album. Well, that's true. I do love that one album. Um, you know, it's but you. It, uh, it, that you traded for a bunch of crap or a bunch of good shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like I like the Pogues and the Nips too. But yeah, love that record. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Did you see the Pogues? You know, I did once. I haven't told this story. Um, 
I saw well, the tell Pogues. Us now. Tell us now. I saw the Pogues once in I want to. Um, it was probably ninety. Uh, I think it was on the Hell's Ditch tour, uh, which was one of the later albums with Shane. And I had tickets to the show, and then um, right when they were at the airport, evidently coming to the states for the tour. But you gotta, yeah, crack open a beer for this one, Bob. This is uh, um, right when they were coming to the states at the airport. Shane collapsed and was not able to make the trip for the the U.S. tour. So they got as a replacement, they got Joe Strummer as their singer. Um, so All right. I, yeah, so it was, you know, I guess it was sort of an okay trade-off. Um, saw saw uh, the Pogues with Joe Strummer at the Warfield in San Francisco. Um, really good show. And then years later, I was able to see Shane with the Popes um, at the Roseland in Portland, which was also a good show. So there you go. Okay, well, I saw them play on St. Patrick's Day of, like, 1991. Yeah? With Shane? On the west side of Newark. Okay. With Shane, yeah, for sure. With Shane? Okay. Although he only came out for a few. Yeah. But, like, uh, but he did do an amazing version of And the Band Played Waltzing Matilda. Uh, and on that note, we'll go to Portland for one. We'll go to Portland. Okay. Let's go to Portland. Let's go to Ila Bamba. Ila Bamba. Portland band, huh? Know this band? Yeah. I don't. I don't know this band. Oh, it's one this fantastic artist. Okay. Tell me about Luz, it. Lose Elena Mendoza. Current? And, oh, totally current, dude. 2019. Okay. She's been active for like at least 10 years or something. I think she's born in San Fran. And this is her, her uh, song. Uh, last year off her album last year. Code called Ojos del Sol, which means Eyes of the Sun. That's right. Ojos yeah. del Sol. Here you go. Yeah, from Machocon. <laughs> Aparece. 
Eres culpable por dándome tentación En tus ojos me desvelo Y tus labios me buscan en la oscuridad Y como oraciones de la noche Le pido a Dios que me dé felicidad Mucha paz para mi madre y mi padre Hermanos yo si he estado muy bien y mal, ten piedad, ten piedad, ten piedad, ten piedad, de hecho somos de la misma Just runs, just runs right into the next song there. Um, I like that. That was really cool. Oh yeah, Luis Mendoza, the voice of an angel. Chocon, that's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah, I'll have to check. I'll have to check them out. Um, local band for me. Maybe get in, get in. Maybe get in. Uh, maybe at some point they will be playing live music again in Portland, and I can go see them live. That 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 was really nice. Um, thank you, and not to well actually you Bob, but I think that was from an album that came out in 2016. Um, what You know, <laughs> they close. do have it. They do have an album from 2019, but that one's named Mujeres. So um, yeah, wow. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah. Peace, peace to people in the Northeast. Yeah, um, and you and I like how you brought that down after Stiff Little Fingers. Well, <laughs> Jesus, Mike, come on, that's heavy duty shit, man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep a similar mood. I don't know. I'm gonna keep a very joyful mood. Um, Are you frustrated? No, not at all. No. Okay. Good. No, you no. Good. Um, we'll do a triple header. We'll do a triple header. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's. You know, it's getting it's past midnight in Des Moines. Um, it's, the night's still relatively young here in Portland, but uh, I'm but sleeping end... is the only love right now. <laughs> that's, that's right. I'm I'm gonna end this show with um. You know, we started with a legend last show. We talked about a legend. Uh, I guess you would. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you couldn't call this woman a legend, Alice Coltrane. Oh. Alice Coltrane, um, who. Oh, come on now, you Alice know, Coltrane. When when I first started getting into jazz, and of course, hey, so like, but I feel like I sound like Bill Walton at this point, like <laughs> talking about Pac-12 basketball. <laughs> and Alice Coltrane, come on. Yeah, well, you know, she yeah, she left us in two thousand seven. She 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 did she did, um, you know, but she she left us with a lot of really great music, and I think. The, the the beautiful thing about it is when I first was familiar with her, it, you know, it was just oh she's the wife of John Coltrane and and now she's getting recognized. They've reissued a lot of her stuff. She's getting I think um, posthumously discovered by a much younger generation, and s- like people are finding her music outside of what she did with just John. And so I wanted to play something from um, one of the records that she released on Warner in the 70s, uh, 1977, uh, from an album called Transcendence. And um, my Hindi is is completely horrible. So I'm... Well, that's okay. You're I'm, cool with your Hindi, but like... I'm going to butcher... One thing I want to say about Alice, This, this right? title, Yeah. Alice, I was born on August 27th, right? Yep. Tuesday Weld was, and um, that one tension wear woman. The one what woman? Very very famous denture wear. Oh, um, yeah, Martha Ray. Martha Ray, yeah. It's like, there aren't that many. It's like, Alice Coltrane was born 30 years before me in Detroit, 
August 27th, 1937. You so, like, sh- you share a birthday with her. That's great. Yes. Yes. Come on. Like, <laughs> yes. Martha Ray and Tuesday Weld. And I'd like to consider myself like in the top 100 people born on August for uh, sure. 27th, but for like, sure. not really, you know, like, no. fucking hell. There's you're, been a lot of great people. You're it's in, all Christmas sex. You're in the top 100 in my, in my book, Bob. So. Thanks. That's all I care about. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this one. I'm going to try Sri Nursimha, something like that. Yeah, Horrible pronunciation. Great job with that. Yeah, but it's a beautiful that. song. It's oh, yeah. Life, almost Korea, life-affirming. Korea this is a life-affirming song from Alice Coltrane. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Bless her.
I like how you added your own hand claps to that one, Bob. Oh, jeez. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Here's the people in the Northeast. Yeah. See you next time. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Stay, stay safe. Do this again soon. Yeah, well, do your things. Like, go inside. That's right. Stay inside. Stay safe. Yeah. Love you. Love you, too.